everybody, and welcome back to Coffee Bible Time. This is Mentor Mama. Mentor Mama. And you know what? If this is your guys' first time listening to our podcast, welcome. We're normally on a YouTube channel, but we're really making a big endeavor this year into, po- into the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you to all of you for listening. Um, but today's podcast, very, very good, very juicy. It's going to <laughs> it's gonna be um called The Struggle is Real Running a Business with Your Sister. And yes, my mom does look like she could be my sister. <laughs> but she's not. Ashley's currently in college right now, but we are going to be talking about the struggles of running a business with your sister, specifically coffee and Bible time. And you know what, sisters, sisters are the only people that can simultaneously be your best friend and your worst critic. Mm. It's, you know, being a sister can be a double-edged sword. You kind of just hope you get a good one when they come out the womb, right, Mom? Yeah. (sighs) I never had one, so I personally can't relate other than I have a lot of sisters Mm -hmm. in Christ, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So great for us. We have Mentor Mama here today, and Mentor Mama is going to be giving us a different insight than just one of the sisters because she has been um, watching us, spectating us the whole Mm -hmm. five years of our um, business. So just a little brief background Um, Ashley and I started Coffee and Bible Time probably when I was in eighth grade, and I am a sophomore in college now, and so it started off as a rinky-dink YouTube channel where we were trying to film in her room with a probably $30 camera from Best Buy. Okay, Tay, we are still filming in her room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, that's true. We're still filming in her room, but the equipment was very poorly. Please do not go back and watch our old videos. I beg of you, do not. But normally, yes, normally we were just filming in a room, regular old girls doing makeup videos, and then we decided, you know what, we're going to hone in on things that actually matter to us, our faith. So now we're here more than five years later, and... We have all of you guys, so thank you so much, and today we are going to be learning about sisterhood. The death of sister. No, not the death of sisterhood. But I do find it interesting we're doing this when Ashley's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Ashley can't necessarily speak for herself, but don't worry, Ashley. I did write Mm -hmm. an entire segment in this podcast where I talk about all the things I love about you. So do not be getting worried right now, Ashley. I promise I'm taking care of you. She's an awesome sister, actually. Yes. And you know what, guys? I created an analogy, okay? I created an analogy for... What it's like having a business with your sister, especially a ministry, okay? Um, and that is an onion. And I am taking it from Shrek. I'm taking it right from Shrek because sisters are like onions. Let, let me read you my poem. <clears throat> it's not really a poem. But because you grow up together, sisters, you have so many layers of emotional bonds, painful experiences, good and bad times. And then when you start a business, you're adding another layer to your onion. And you know what? It's not as easy as it sounds just adding another layer, okay? It really, you know, depending on the condition of your relationship with your sister, it could be a completely rotten onion on the inside. I'm just going to say, sometimes onions don't smell the grace anyway. Sometimes onions make you cry. Um, So, you know, with our relationship growing up specifically, Ashley and I, we did fight 
a decent amount. And that's because we were both really hard-headed. Um, I was the more emotional sister. I was very sensitive. What do you, Can you comment oh, on that? Oh, boy. I can. That's true. You take everything to heart. I do. Yeah. That is, you know, that is one of my things. I do take everything to heart. Um, but you know what? Throughout the years, we've learned, um, especially with the help of my mom, to grow up in maturity and... Now we're very tight-knit. Um, we have a close bond together. Um, but, you know, with that being said, sisterhood is still an onion. Okay? Sisterhood <laughs> is still an onion. And there are things that make us stumble even yes. in our endeavor right now, um, even five years later after having this. Yeah, let's just say every day is an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> every day is an adventure. And so here's what I'm about to say. I'm going to list off for you, Mentor mm-hmm. Mama, some pitfalls that I'd say that we had, Ashley and I had, starting a pod, not starting a podcast, well, starting a podcast, mm-hmm. but starting a YouTube channel together. And I want you to tell me what you think our hardest one was to overcome or is still hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to tell you what mine is. I have a feeling we're going to have the same answer, mm-hmm. but okay, let me read them off to you. Okay. First one, absence of communication. So we're bad at communicating. Number two, we have a lot of criticism towards each other. Three, we have an inability to accept each other's differences. And number four, we hold on to resentment. Number five, we um, are oftentimes defensive and mm-hmm. overriding. So what what is yours? What do you think is our hardest? I definitely think the hardest one is your inability to accept individual differences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And really, it was the understanding the Enneagram numbers and sort of your motivations behind what each of you mm-hmm. do that helped me so much. And then I could start to see the difference between yes. how you handle certain situations and how Ashley handles certain yeah. situations. Yeah. And you know what? That was my that was my answer too. Because especially at the beginning of us starting a YouTube channel, we we just had very different ideas about like, you know, what videos we wanted to film and Ashley um just has a very um driven personality, Mm -hmm. whereas I have a less driven personality. I would say I'm more relaxed, laid back. I kind of get bursts of energy and bursts of wanting to do work, whereas her, she's very consistent. And, you know, she'll have a checklist. She, I think she used to have like a calendar agenda that was like Mm -hmm. the size of her desk. (laughs) And she would just literally work on top of that agenda every day, whereas like, I'm just like maybe one day out of the week will be like, oh, I have a great video idea. And then maybe I would never even get to filming it because mm-hmm. – and also, you know, there is an element of um, comparing yourself to the other sibling, which we'll get to that. But do you have any feedback on that? I would say definitely yes. The Enneagram has helped us. If you didn't watch our last video, um, Ashley is a one I and I am a nine. So I would say kind of polar opposites, although I am a nine with a one wing. Fun fact. Well, I think what I have observed um, is that when when you and Ashley aren't getting along the best, you actually both have the best of intentions. It's just almost like one's going this direction and one's going this direction and you're not seeing eye to eye. 
So for example, um, Ashley's number a one mm-hmm. and I'm a three. I find the way she works to be like extremely motivating, yeah. like just encouraging more. Let's do it. In yes. fact, there's a, a um, plaque over there on her desk that says boss lady. She's a boss lady. So, and, and she's so good at, but my personality responds very positively to that. Yeah. Whereas Taylor, your number, you actually take offense to that. I know. We're like, what do you mean I have this, 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 and this to do? Yeah. And what do you mean I have to do all this today? And then you're like, oh, I have a failure because I'm not getting all these things right. done today. I think that I get really bogged down with like a to-do list. I think that it doesn't like, whereas a to-do list, a to-do list for you is like, oh, great. I know exactly what I'm doing today and I can get it all done in this manner. And then you get it done. Whereas a to-do list for me is like, okay, here's all the things I won't be doing today because it's just really overwhelming. And also on top of that, because I am a sensitive person, I think my sister comes in with like so much advice, which I'm just going to say that I've witnessed her giving advice to her friends and like she was a leader and people love that. Like she gives great advice, but it also could be just the fact that I'm her sister that I am more like, no, I don't want advice. I want to do my own way Mm -hmm. or I take it personally. I, I don't know. I maybe like used to use that as an opportunity for me to get upset. Um, but all, and just, just your way of you get the job done, but in the way that you're geared towards doing it and you do a beautiful, awesome job and you're smart and funny and Ashley gets hers done though, doing it her way. And I think what happens is where we get the most conflict is her expecting you to do it her way. Yes. And you. Yeah. Expecting her to understand me like my way. To understand you and expect you to do it your way. Right. I I guess I'm like always like Ashley's such a hard worker and I'm like, come on, like Ashley, like you need to take a break. You need to let yourself rest. And she's like, no, I can't rest. And even when she came back for winter break, this winter break, she was like, it was the first day back and she's like, I love relaxing, but I just can't do it. And so then like, you know, I'm walking upstairs and I walk into her room and there she is like, writing all the things down that she needs to do on like the first day back. I'm like, Ashley, I will rip that notebook out of your hand right now if you don't put that down. Um, but we did make her watch a lot of uh, Hallmark oh, Christmas yes. shows with us. Yes. So. Hallmark, very wholesome, loved it. Great, 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 great things. Also, I will say, you know, our inability to accept our ch- each other's individual differences has helped a lot because of the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't use it as a Bible. I would say something specifically also that's helped us is um, trying to talk about the things that we're in conflict with. Like we have different ideas of doing it. And normally like both of us would feel comfortable with just leaving the room, like both of us leaving the room and then sitting and letting mm-hmm. the feelings fester. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas we, I feel like lately we've been trying to like just hit it hit the what is it called hit the nail right on the head yes hit the nail right on the head (laughs) or bite the bullet i don't know there's too many idioms (laughs) but yeah we just like try to do it right away we're like okay how are you feeling how am i feeling and how can we try to understand where each other is coming and you know what i would say that i do a semi-poor job of that Because here's the problem also is when I get in conflicts, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, 
sometimes it just feels like you you you're right in the heat of the moment like you're right and then when the other person's talking you're thinking about the next thing you're gonna say mm-hmm. ashley i'm really sorry mm-hmm. i do that to you and i know you know it and also something sad ashley like is not a crier and so when we're in an argument and she's crying i feel so oh, bad i'm yeah. like oh i really <sighs> i really blew it this time well. and then you know what? when she cries and i'm like okay taylor you really need to like take your pride away and just try to humble yourself so you can try mm-hmm. to understand her. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. And I keep referencing Ashley because she's not here. And Ashley, I know you're going to be listening to this when you're in the city. Yes. 90% of the time when we end up getting out of an argument, I do realize that you were right. And <laughs> and you know what? There are times, though, that we get in an argument. She thinks I'm right. Okay. Right, Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, you never really know. Also, the second thing that I feel like is a pitfall um, is just being defensive in general. And that's Mm -hmm. a mainly me thing. It could be also, Ashley, no, it's really mainly a me thing. I wrote the list down thinking probably more about what I do, but I do get defensive when people try to give me criticism because I take things to heart, Mm -hmm. which actually the Bible tells us that when people are rebuking you, you should take it as a positive thing Mm -hmm. and as a way that you can learn to grow. And I've been trying... I think maybe I've been in a little bit of a lull lately, but normally I do try. I think it's important, especially, you know, if you're taking, I think I'm better at taking rebukes from you because you're my mother. But then when yes. Ashley comes and like tries to give me corrections, I'm like, well, do you she think also I'm tries to be your mother a lot. Yes. <laughs> she is your second mother. She, let's face she it. She might be my first mother. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's not. But um, yeah, the minute I was born out of the womb, Ashley oh. did take me under her wing. We have pictures. Oh, yeah. We have pictures. Yeah, I got home from the hospital and dad pulled the car right up. And literally, like, she came running out to the car and climbed right in the back seat. <laughs> she was so excited. I know. And I love Ashley. And oh. here's the thing. This is when I you wanted, were her real bitty baby. I was her real bitty baby, and this <laughs> is when I wrote down things because here's the thing: Ashley's not here to give her peace, and so I wanted to write down, you know, a list of things that I really appreciate about her. And she is a words of affirmations person. I'm more of a touch person, so I feel like words of affirmation. Do I need words of affirmation though? I think I might be. I don't think so. Yours is quality time. Quality, quality time. time. Quality time with. And actually, yeah. that's one of the things that frustrates you about Ashley is she does have. Yes, quality her, time is not hers. Right, and she's so busy doing things. Yeah. that sometimes she doesn't give you the quality time right. that you like. Right, and touch isn't her love language, so she's not going to smother you in hugs. Yeah, no, we we have none <laughs> of the same love languages. Also, love that you know what when you have siblings, you never know what you're going to get when they come out of that womb, and turns out. They're probably going to be very different from you because that's life. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. 
Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. Mm-hmm. That's life. Um, so here are the things that I love about Ashley. Um, great qualities. Love her to death. She is very kingdom-minded. She is dedicated to studying the Word of God in depth every day. We're not talking, you know, just reading one chapter and leaving the room and forgetting everything. It's like, no, she takes that Bible out and she's studying that puppy till mm-hmm. she... She picks each verse apart. Picks each pers- mm-hmm. verse apart. She always wants the best for our business for Coffee and Bible Time. She wants the best for our viewers and for others, which drives her to work harder than 99% of the population. She is such a driven, hard worker. She works in the Lord. Um, She isn't scared of taking risks, and she trusts and relies very, very heavily on the Lord to get through every single endeavor that Coffee and Bible Time goes through. She prays through it all, and she is very in tune with the Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys, can you see that I have an amazing co-sister, <laughs> co-founder? But you're equally as amazing in your own special ways. Thank you. I'm special. You're phenomenal, Tay. Thanks. And so I don't think it's right to compare yourself to her because you're both individual. You're two unique people that are both wonderful in your own ways. Yeah. And you know what? You need a mom to tell you things like that Mm -hmm. because that's another one of my pitfalls. And I, I have trouble comparing myself to her just because, and you know what? Can I just give a little percentage here? I was looking this up because I was curious. Um, I think my sister's a very big anomaly. I think from all the people that I met in my life, because she's, she's just so like exceptional in that way that she's so driven I think it said that like Enneagram ones are somewhere around 1% of the population. And I do compare myself to her um, because, you know, when you, first of all, when you're working with someone in a, in a business, it can be easy to fall into that trap of comparing yourself to them. But then when your business is a ministry and on top of that, they're your sibling and you have many layers of onion, it can be especially easy to start to compare yourself like, wow, I'm really lazy compared to her, or I don't read my Bible in the same way that she does, or I'm really not that gifted in teaching the way that she is. But really, you just can't do that because you're different. Right. And I think about all the special qualities you have, like you're an amazing photographer and everything that you see like on our channel our um, webpage is all because of your beautiful tar- photography um, and you're a wonderful piano player and you make me laugh every day. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is an awesome quality mm-hmm. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So don't play the compile. The more you compare yourself to others. <laughs> Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat. Oh, my mom has a tickle. I'll just keep. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll just keep talking. That's okay. Um, It's futile comparing yourself to other people because nobody's perfect and everybody has fallen short of the glory of God. So when you're comparing yourself to other people, you're 
you're, it's really, you need to be comparing yourself to Jesus. And then when you compare yourself to Jesus, it drives you to your knees because you realize I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I just need to live in grace. I need to live in grace, not live it under the shadow or, or try to be like anybody else. It just doesn't work like that. But you know, with that being said, I wanted to kind of wrap this up a little bit on a positive note because there are things that have changed our business because if we would have kept living in, um, you know, if we were kept living in the absence of communications, if we were really critical of each other, if we never tried to understand each other's differences, then our business wouldn't have lasted a year rather than five plus years. We would have been, you know, Coffee and Bible time would have been non-existent. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, and then I'll say kind of some things that I were thinking of, just what has really changed and helped our relationship so that we could create somewhat of a thriving business Mm -hmm. Um, industry? I, I think, you know, I guess for all the moms out there, what really helped me be a better mother because there was no instruction manual when you guys came mm-hmm. out that said what to do. Um, but in our mom's group one year, we did a book and we'll put the links below, but it's called Finding Your Purpose as a Mom, How to Build Your Home on Holy Ground. And I did this a, a number of years ago and it resonated with me ever since and really one of the key things that I pulled out of that is one of our most important or one of a list of important things to do as a mother is to help maintain peace in the home. And that includes peace between your children. And what you don't want to happen is for these things to keep building up and building up and building up. Mm-hmm. And then there's just an explosion or people don't mm-hmm. get along anymore. Mm-hmm. And a key verse that Um, I'll point out to you is from Ephesians chapter four, verse 26. And it says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. And that's something that I've really always tried to encourage is for us to like make up. Yes. As soon as possible. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Like, let's talk it out. Let's let let both sides vent. Yeah. Let's talk it out. And actually, maybe even a step before that is if you need a cooling off period before you're going to say something that you regret, I think it's best to do that too. So starting out with that. But then um, allowing the siblings to each communicate their feelings, talk about why one feels one way, one feels the Mm -hmm. other. And once you've been able to work that through, um, you know, it could take a while for things to shake off. But I think that like one of the things that I've always tried to have you guys do is um, to say, okay, let's just start our day over. Yes. From the time you guys were very little and getting into little spats, I would say, let's just start our day over. And I would make them give each other a hug. It totally works. (laughs) To start your day over, I didn't even think of that, but we do that still today. We do that still today. Yeah. And one of us is like, do you want to start our day over? Like really defeated. And the other person's like, 
Yeah, because yeah. we're both feeling, like, really bad. And when you live with your sister, like, sometimes, like, when Ash is home for break, like, it just stinks when you're both in a bad mood mm-hmm. all day because you got in a fight and you're like, let's forget about it. Like, we've had time to cool off, but we want to start our day over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would just say, too, um, from a mother's perspective, is just to be praying about that in your home, cultivating peaceful relationships, allowing grace. You know, mine's not as good as that. Mine is, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Yes. Oh. Little microphone problem. Um, The thing for me, I think that I thought of immediately when I thought of things that have really helped our business and relationship is before we make a video, we always pray Mm -hmm. together and... There was a time in our YouTube channel or even like a rough patch, I think, in our relationship when we really didn't understand each other's differences was we would get into an argument and then we would try to just film a video and I would be in a bad mood. And you can go back to some of the videos. Literally, I was like so like stone faced the whole time or like Ashley would be like so like here's the thing like Ashley could get into an argument and then she could film a video and be fine whereas I just internalize it and like I can't not make a face or something so I would be upset the whole video or blah 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 whatnot Mm -hmm. but we you know this was Ashley's um idea was to just pray for the enemy to leave Mm -hmm. every time we wanted to do something and just pray that God would be with us and that he would speak through us and be able to like really be the voice of our YouTube channel. Um, Because otherwise I think our emotions and our pride would get the best of us. Mm -hmm. It would. Yeah. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this video with Mentor Mama. She has totally been spectating us for the past five years. And you know what? You're the real MVP because you never gave up on us. Oh, stop. No, seriously. I mean, well, as a mother, you can't necessarily give up on us. But just like she saw all of our like fights. Yeah, she saw <laughs> all of our fights and all of our pride and all of our craziness and still still had hope and faith that God could use us on our YouTube channel. God bless you. You know what, Tay? I was just thinking, I probably should have had like a referee shirt and a whistle. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. Maybe that would have helped, too. Yeah, there would have been a lot of whistleblowing. I like that whistle idea. I still might do that. No. (laughs) You cannot do that. Because Ashley already has a whip. An invisible whip, but a whip nonetheless. Okay, thank you, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you in our Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you in our next podcast and our next YouTube video. Bye. Bye.